Ah yes, President's Day. A day to pay tribute to our forefathers. Even though your forefathers may have owned my forefathers. Another radical religious nutcase decided to go on a murder rampage, this time in Denmark, killing two human beings at a free speech seminar and synagogue in Copenhagen. Because the world media sphere didn't have enough negative anti-Islamic fodder to barrage us with already. Thanks, buddy. Hey, a Ukrainian-Russian peace treaty was drawn up last week, and I believe it began to dissolve earlier today. And an Associated Press investigation found there was an unusually high civilian death toll surmounting from the Israeli airstrike assaults on the homes in Gaza. See, I like to balance off my extreme Islamic stories with some extreme Israeli stories of the same caliber. Keep it fair. Keeping it hundo 24-7 right here on TMPS. Greetings, United States of Earth. Welcome to the Neasy Please Show. I am your host, Neasy Please, reporting in Washington. We begin tonight with this. What the hell's going on with President's Day in 2015? Worldwide on these motherfuckers. Not a whole lot because the world could give a shit about U.S. presidents. And that's for real. Unless they're negotiating money and military aid to their country, mind you. Then they're all ears. Yes, President Ford in 19... Blah, blah, blah. Ah, yes, President's Day. Probably one of my favorite holidays for which to feign enthusiasm. And in the spirit of highlighting hypocrisies of our American history, I will be presenting to you some unprecedented segments for today's show, ladies and germs. And given that it looks like another Bush will be running against another Clinton in our oligarchic system... I thought I would celebrate today with some Bushism quotables from my favorite Bush out the bunch, G to the W. No, not George Washington, nigga. We'll touch on him later in the show. I'm talking about our 43rd president of these United States of America, George Walker Bush. Now, I know what you're thinking. Please, that's so 2006. Come on, man. GW jabs. Let's get with it, homie. Let's get with the times. And to you, I say these clips are timeless, sir or madam, whichever. Or need I offer Exhibit A into evidence? Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. Yes, indeed. Our enemies never stop thinking of new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. Shall we continue? Then I ask the court to admit Exhibit B. These immigrants have helped transform 13 small colonies into a great and growing nation. Of more than 300 people. The real humor in this is that there were more than 300 people around even before the 13 colonies existed, but let's move on. I present to the court Exhibit C. The Prime Minister of India? Uh, the new Prime Minister of India is... Uh, uh, no. These are words of wisdom, boys and girls. Remember, kids, when someone asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, just say no. 
it's perfectly presidential to do so. If it pleases the court, no pun, I present Exhibit D. The fact that they purchased the machine meant somebody had to make the machine. And when somebody makes a machine, it means there's jobs at the machine-making place. I love it. I bet you didn't know that GW was such a master of deduction. Machines being made at the machine-making place. Like thinking being thunk in the thought-making place. Maybe he should have went into the logician's field of the sciences instead of being a politician. I oppose breaching those dams. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Can't we all just get along? Lest we forget Exhibit F, his tragic leadership throughout Hurricane Katrina, shall we? Uh, again, I, I want to thank you all for... And Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. The FEMA director's working 24 <laughs> Did you catch that one? Yes, indeed. Thank God for Brownie, the FEMA director. This guy's knocking the legs right from underneath of me, considering the FEMA director, Michael D. Brown, sure did fuck things up real good after the storm. But you see there, Bush had a soft side. For example, check Exhibit G, demonstrating Bush knows how to schmooze with the ladies. We got an issue in America. Too many good docs are getting out of business. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their, their love with women all across this country. Okay, that wasn't exactly his smoothest moment. Let's check Exhibit H. And I know the speculation. But I'm the decider, and I decide what is best, and what's best is for Don Rumsfeld to remain as the Secretary of Defense. Hmm, nope. Couldn't have been his leadership skills because Rumsfeld was fired shortly after that interview. But this is getting funnier. I think we're honing in on something here. See, I think Bush's flubs are timeless because they border on paradoxes of foolishness. Like a politician's sonnet of stupidity, if you will. Check this one. I said on Friday, you know, this thought... Took a while to thaw, it's gonna take a while to unthaw. See, the brain fuck in this one is that there's no such thing as unthaw. To unthaw would be to freeze something. CGW could turn some shit on its head just like that. Reminds me of something Bush once said. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Happy President's Day. Maybe next year I'll do Bill Clinton jabs, but it probably won't be nearly as funny, so I'll end up doing GW gags again. As always, you can feel free to email me via Neasy at Pleasy.com, or you can check me out on Twitter via at Neasy Please. I'm on Facebook via Neasy Please, both the band page as well as the person, and I'm on Instagram under plain old please. We got that shit circulating up on the SoundCloud. Don't be scared to hit that candy like heart button. Show that you love your boy Neasy Please. Please know that I love you too. Music politics and that old bullshit let's keep it cracking we're gonna take a quick break and when we return we're gonna play but did he own niggas that's yesterday's presidents who own slaves or not stay tuned welcome back to the Neasy please show as always moving at the time tested and bona fide speed of 100 genuine true colored people time we're taking it back to yesteryear's news this week then we're gonna tell you what to keep an eye out for in the years ahead you are now listening to the Neasy News Special Report, But Did He Own Niggas? The governmental guessing game where we list slave-era presidents and ask that almighty ethical questionable quandary, which president of yesteryear owned slaves and which did not? Keep it locked right here on the Neasy Please Show. 
See, even though slavery was technically abolished in 1865 with Honest Abe Lincoln and that fracturing of our great democracy by way of the American Civil War, that didn't stop a whopping 15 presidents from owning slaves up until that point. And now, we the good custodians of history shall hereby pass judgment, scrutinize, and eternally condemn a few of those hypocritical stewards of our fair democracy as tainted with eternal shame and horror for willfully participating in the exploitation of human trafficking, including the quite real circumstances circumstances of rape, nightmarish torture, and unvindicated murder, all in the name of America's all-too-necessary evil, being free of British royal rule. Now, the irony is not lost on my audience, I assure you, so let's just keep this crack-a-lacking. George Washington, the first president of these United States of America. Wooden teeth, so goes the legend, but his banking notes don't lie. Did he own niggas? That's the question. Yes, he did. He owned slaves. He owned a lot of slaves, actually. He even inherited some slaves, actually. Like over 200 niggas belonged to George Washington upon that nigga's death. But he emancipated some of them as well. And his wife, Marfa, freed some of them, too. You see, word on the street is, is that she was scared her slaves was going to kill her ass, considering that after George died, their freedom hinged on her mortality. So she was like, y'all niggas is free to go. Makes sense. Let's keep it crackalacking. Let's keep it moving. Our next president to make the list is John Adams, cousin of Samuel Adams and the second president of these United States of America. Let's drop the cue bomb on him. But did he own niggas? <laughs> no! John Adams did not own niggas as a matter of fact. He was diametrically against slavery in all forms and was quoted as saying, I shudder when I think of the calamities which slavery is likely to produce in this country. You would think me mad if I were to describe my anticipations. If the gangrene is not stopped, I can see nothing but insurrection of the blacks against the whites. And yet, please do look at and examine how nice, patient, and tolerant black people have been in this country towards white people while white people practice the art of recognizing humanity in others while secretly practicing white supremacy in the comforts of their trusted company, but I digress. President Adams was spot on about predicting the nasty civilian war we had, though. Cheers, Mr. President. Kudos for not being a flesh peddler. And our final president for this year's episode of the Neasy News Special Report game, but did he own niggas? We're just going in sequential order here, ain't we? That means we're looking at the tinkerer himself, our third president, Thomas Jefferson. Now let us ask that largely unrepentant yet somehow enormously escapable determinant of ethical preponderance relative to America's collective conscience, but did he own niggas? Yes, yes he did. But boy did he ever. At one point he had the most slaves in Virginia. He also had several illegitimate love children with one of his slaves, Sally Hemings. This has come to light largely by way of the Hemings family oral tradition as well as by good old-fashioned DNA testing. We're talking cross verifications on this motherfucker right here good stuff you unlearn something every day folks which leads us into in the years ahead keep a lookout for modern day human slavery folks both in the orwellian sense as well as in the very real form of human flesh for sale this debate isn't going anywhere anytime soon on planet earth we got to fix these problems war is over if you want it how about the obama advisor john podesta talking about ufo disclosure keep your third eye open on that story because it's going to be unfolding for the rest of humanity's foreseeable future and that's the Neasy Please show for now I'd like to thank you our listeners for being with us and you can catch this show again next week y'all I'm about to wrap up my latest musical release and announce the this or that's these with an official release date as soon as fucking possible y'all know that we'll be announcing it for show when my boy Amadot dropped through to the show 
we will be hollering about that soon enough. You can always learn more by visiting www.pleazy.com. That's www.pleazie.com. Keep an eye out for what we post in the future. More on that in future shows. Please feel free to leave comments on the Neasy Please Show iTunes podcast page and be sure to join us every week to see what's really good with New Northwest music via your boy Neasy Please at pleasy.com. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week with more music, politics, and that old bullshit ahead. As always, I'm Neasy Please wishing you love. Peace and the pursuit of happiness. Say please, you so that stay when I mean my thing, I'm just a spleen. Bump her up to the dismiss the cream, I'll leave a margin.